Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Hello, friends. Welcome to Difference Makers on True Talk 800. My name is Mike Lee, and somehow I've been given the privilege of being the director of local ministries right here on True Talk 800, 93.9 KPDQ, 104.1 The Fish, and 93.1 L Ray. And if you're looking for good ways to get in touch with the Portland metropolitan area, shoot me an email. I've got some good uh, ideas for you, Mike Lee at kpdq.com. And one of those ways is through fellowship, in particular, Fellowship for Women, which is why we have our very special guests in the studio today. The name of the organization is For the Joy of It. And fittingly, we have Joy Roberts, Lori Sheffield, and Julie Widman, along with my pal Amanda Goff from Silver Keys Media. Thanks for connecting us in the first place, Amanda. I appreciate that. So let's uh, go for starters. Joy Roberts, For the Joy of It is the name of your organization. Would you like to give us a little idea of what exactly is For the Joy of It? Well, Mike, first of all, thanks for having us this morning. Um, For the Joy of It is a ministry that has a heart for uniting the women in the city of Portland and for building those women up on the foundation of Jesus Christ so that we can literally live differently and we can live for the joy of it. And we feel that when we are living that way, that it is a platform for us to resonate with other women and to really share the light of Christ with others, not by what we're saying, but by how we're living. And it's a sharp contrast to what we see in this world. Well, they say that your actions define your character. And I love the fact that I'm saved by the grace of Jesus Christ alone, not by anything I've done. But over the years, growing up in a church family, I sure have seen a lot of really somber, drab, dull, unhappy people who I know have some kind of relationship with Christ because I've heard them profess it. But they say that, you know— our actions define our characters. They'll know we are Christians by our love. And if all we're doing is going through the motions and muddling through, I don't see that as very attractive to a world that needs God more than any time else. So I love the fact that for the joy of it has come together. And would you like to just give us the history of where the name came from in the first place? Oddly enough, your name is Joy, so that's somewhat related, right? They are. Um for one thing, many years ago, I felt like the Lord was was telling me, not audibly, but telling me that I needed to live up to my name. And so, and I love how the Lord uses all the circumstances in our lives for our good and for his glory. And, and so the name for the joy of it actually came not from my name, but from this crazy experience that I had uh, a few years ago. And it has to do with an Iron Man. When I uh, had babies, I decided that I was going to be bored at home with two children under the age of two. And so I decided I need to do something. And so my girlfriends had come into town and invited me to start training with them for a triathlon. And I thought, why not? I'm I'm going to be bored and have nothing to do. And so I began to train. And so after training for 
um, several years, I decided, you know what, when I turn 40, when I get old, and at that time I was 35, <laughs> I'm over 40 by now. Um, but when I was 35, I thought, you know what, when I get old and I'm 40, I want to do an Ironman. And so at, when I, on my 35th birthday, my girlfriends had a party for me and I said, you know what, when I turn 40, we are going to do an Ironman. And when I turned 36, I said it again, and 37, and 38, and 39, and they finally were like, okay, we're going to do this thing. And so five of my girlfriends signed up with me to do an Ironman, and that was like an impossible feat. And the training was going to be monotonous and hard and difficult and challenging, and there were going to be aches and pains. And, and so I had these shirts printed that said, for the joy of it. And so it was a reminder, why are we training? And it's for the joy of it, not to impress other people, not to um, look good on the outside because it fills us and it completes us. And so when I finished the Ironman, it was like an impossible feat in my mind. Uh, When I crossed the finish line, I realized that I wanted to live my life that way, not training and racing for Ironmans, but living my life chasing after the heart of Christ for the joy of it. And so it kind of spawned this vision of how we live for Christ. And one of these ways that you're living is by your upcoming free luncheon, which I'll plug right now. It's coming up on Wednesday, November 12th at noon, called Unite, Build, Live for the Joy of It. Absolutely free in Lake Oswego at the Oswego Lake Country Club from noon to 1.30. And you need to reserve a spot, however, Northwesterners, which are incredibly poor at RSVPing, but I digress, by emailing joy at joyofit.org. That's joy at joyofit.org, a nice pretty website. They're also on Facebook as well. So, Joy, tell us where you bumped into Lori or Julie, or vice versa. Lori and Julie, how did you meet Joy in the first place? Oh, that's a great question. We have a lot of fun together. And um, several years ago, um, I I have been in women's ministry for a long time, and God pressed on my heart that um, Joy was getting tired, and she was... She was ready to um, throw her hands up. She said, I don't want to do this by myself anymore. And I was feeling the same way. I don't want to do this by myself anymore. And so Joy and I um, partnered up. We said, let's do this together. Let's run this race together. Um, not the marathon, not the Iron Marathon. <laughs> well, thank God, right? I'm, I'm going to say that. Let's just be clear on that. Um, but we, we partnered up, and we saw the strength in what that looked like, doing it, doing it together. And so we started doing um, just ministry together. And and there was just such joy in that. And when we looked around and we saw how tired women were and how they just didn't have that joy by doing it by doing it by themselves, we thought we thought, okay, there's something to this. Um, and then God um, just just as a kind of like a special treat gave us Julie. I was teaching a, a marriage ministry and a, a marriage Bible study, and I saw something really special in Julie. And I started working with Julie, and I went back to Joy, and I said, Julie, there's something special here. we got to bring her in. And Joy was real resistant. She said, no, no one else. We have something special here. We're not doing that. And I said, no, you've got to see this. And when we brought her in, it was just like, it was just like fire. We just, we just came alive. And what we saw when God brings something together, there is just no stopping that. Um, and so that really was it. I mean, there's just a there's just a unity that comes when God brings a team together. And I think it's a platform. What we have experienced between the three of us is something that, that we think is available to all women. Yes. When Julie stepped in, she stepped in to unite our leadership group. And it was like a wildfire. 
that spread. Mm-hmm. And and we see that ser- our motto is no one serves alone. And we see what a powerful that Im- ha- impact that has on us as women as we go out to serve and invest in the lives of other women. And we want that not just for the three of us. We want it for all women yes. who are chasing after the heart of Christ. Yeah. Julie Whitman is the one that Lori Sheffield saw something special in before she dragged her into for the joy of it. So what was that special thing, Julie? What what God-given strength or ability do you think that you bring to for the joy of it? Well, I think that I don't know what actually strength I bring, but what I saw was this opportunity that the Lord put in front of us. And, and it's so amazing because there is a decade between the three of us. We are very different individuals. Yet when we came together, it was, it was like Lord, the Lord was putting us together for a purpose that was bigger than each of us individually. And so we just started working together and honestly in prayer and just following the spirit, he just led us to lead women within our church body. And uh, now he's leading us to lead women and, and um, pour into women throughout the Portland metro area. So it's pretty exciting. So is this open to women who don't necessarily go to your church, which you need to give a plug to, by the way, mm. or is it for Lake Bible Church only? Absolutely. I, I, that's what I love about the way that we work together. One of my favorite things is how we, um, our, our Bible study, for instance, at Lake Bible Church, um, at Heart to Heart, we have probably only a third of the women that come to that are from Lake Bible. Um, a lot of I them, love that. I, I do. I love that too. And that's really what our passion is. That's what we have seen is how it really is. It's it's focused from all over the community, and that's what we saw a need for. It wasn't just women from one church or one body. That is the heart of our hearts, really, is women from all over. We want to be able to see women and have them see each other and say, oh, we're the body of Christ. We're one body, one spirit. And that is what we see all over. When we go to the grocery store, we want to see each other and have them see each other and say, oh, I know you because you love the Lord, not because, oh, I know you because you go to the same church as me. You know, oh, mm-hmm. you, and that's, that, I think that's our biggest thing. I don't know how many times, um, for instance, I have a real heart for women um, whose marriages are in trouble or mar- women whose marriages are great. And we have a woman that um, wasn't doesn't come to our church, but Julie ran into her, and she was you know, kind of crumbling. Julie stopped her and said, hey, let me hook you up with Lori and Mike. You know, that's I love that. That's how we cover each other. Um, or or someone maybe has a heart for maybe an, an athletic event, but she's kind of hurting and, she, hurting and she's in a bad place. I can hook her up with, with someone else that does that same thing, and they're at another church. That's kind of the heart of our, that's kind of the passion of our hearts, I think, if I would say that, right? In a day where I see so many similarly minded churches and church plants launching all over the place, Mm -hmm. renting out school gyms, and never having conversations with each other, that really bothers me. Mm -hmm. Are we using the best resources to our abilities if we're not connected with others? I mean, think about it. Well, in in our three of us, we always talk about passing the baton. If life's a race, then we think about passing that baton to the next person. And if we're just standing in circles, looking inward, we're really not unifying the body of Christ. We're called to pass the baton to others, to live a life worthy of our calling. And so as believers in Jesus Christ, we believe that we need to pass the baton to others. And so you're absolutely right, Mike. We would see these circles opening up, facing outward to pass a baton to each other. So it would strengthen our churches, our communities, our households, our families, our soccer fields, our grocery store trips. And so it's exciting. It's exciting that we can start to face outward and be the body of Christ in the city of Portland. Amen to that. Julie Whitman, Joy Robertson, Lori Sheffield are with the Women's Ministry for the Joy of It. More information 
is at their website, joyofit.org. And don't forget about their free lunch and Unite, Build, Live for the Joy of It coming to the Oswego Lake Country Club, RSVP. And that'll be Wednesday, November 12th from noon to 1.30. More with For the Joy of It next on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Welcome back to Difference Makers on True Talk 800 with their very special guest experts, Lori Sheffield, Joy Roberts, and Julie Widman. Amanda Goff in the house, and they are representing For the Joy of It. Check out the website, joyofit.org, to find out more details on how to RSVP to the absolutely free women's luncheon. It's Wednesday, November 12th, starting at noon. Unite, build, live for the joy of it at Oswego Lake Country Club. That's not really far from the church that you go to, right? That's right. Uh, Lake Bible Church you might know from Jim Andrews and Olsey Andrews. uh, And uh, the final word, I love Pastor Jim. He's just a beautiful man. I I really enjoy having them uh, on the show from time to time and being a part of the KPDQ families. How do you enjoy going to Lake Bible Church? I've been at, this is Joy, and I've been at uh, Lake Bible for 16 and a half years. I went in and was talking to our pastor just the other day about that. And I have to say that it has been a place and a time of of growing and just encouragement. And, And this is where I met my sisters in Christ who are sitting next to me today. That's great. So what do you think? Granted, there are plenty of wonderful church families out there. Absolutely. Great preachers everywhere, every denomination, size, ethnicity. So what strikes you about Jim Andrews in particular? Hmm. Any of you? I love it. I'll I'll take that one. I love that. This is Lori Sheffield. I love love how Pastor Jim, he preaches God's word and he preaches right from, he preaches from the Bible. And that's, I mean, a lot of pastors do that. That's his thing. But, um, I think what Pastor Jim does such a great job of is is making um, Scripture come to life, and I love that he does that. and And I think what's so important what we what we really see here so often now is um, there's a lot of great churches around, and I think that's what we want to we want to bring around today is women can be at all these different church church homes, and and we can all come together and love each other. Um, because of the different churches that we go to and and because we all love the Lord. And I think that's the important part. Um, I love our church and I love our pastor. And I know there's a lot of women that love their churches and love their pastors. And we can love each other because of that, not in spite of that. And I think that's that's the th- message that we really want to get across more than anything, because I love our women at our church. I love our church home. And I think that there's so many other women that do. But sometimes I think what we do is we put our hands up and say, oh, you're over there, you know, and I'm over here. And we somehow we can't meld those together. And, um, you know, and it kind of reminds me of that passage in First Corinthians where it says, you know, oh, you know, you're of Paul, you're of Peter, I'm of Apollos. And, we, and I want us to go away from that. I want us to be, you know, oh, you're, you're, you're a believer, I'm a believer. Hey, we have the same shirt on, we look the same. I love that. And I think that's the excitement that we want women to catch on to. At this moment, throughout the Portland metropolitan area, people are waving their hand in the sky saying, preach it, sister. Well, <laughs> that's, that's what, I mean, that's where I just get excited because that's what we want to see, you know, because, I mean, I think there are a lot of people that are excited. And I think there's a lot of people that been wounded by their churches too, and so then they're they're doing the opposite thing and saying, "Gosh, I don't want any part of church," and and I think that's a really sad thing. So we want to pull those women in too. If you don't have a church home, man, come to our church, you know. And if if our church isn't in your area, then there's another church for you over here. We want them all to come in and and be a part of that. 
Julie Woodman, uh, we want to elaborate on that uh, as think, one of the speakers at the the Heart to Heart Women's Bible Study. Yes, I think when I moved to the Portland area about 10 years ago, and one of the hardest things, there's two really hard things to find when you move to an area, a church and someone to do your hair. <laughs> those mm-hmm. are just the, the two hardest things to find. And, and I, I'm serious, those two are so hard. And I think part of the reason why it's so hard to find a church is that as communities, we don't know what's going on in other bodies. And so you visit a church and, and you're in a silo. You don't know what's going on. And so you you, you are um, forced to just try out all these different things and they all work independently. And so I feel like for the joy of it is casting this vision of uniting bodies of Christ. Can you imagine if someone flew and moved to Portland and there was this body of women who were engaged with with similar purpose of building the body? And so just like Lori said, as if someone landed and moved here, they would say, well, here's where you go get your hair. And let me tell you about all the fabulous possibilities that you have to follow Christ in this city. And that would just be I would be ecstatic. To so, Julie, tell me city. how long ago you moved here again, and I'm, where did you move from? I lived here. I moved here about ten years ago from the Bay Area. We took a short hiatus there after college. I went to school at the University of Washington, so I'm a husky among um, a lot of ducks, or and in my family we call them zeros. And so, I'm sorry, oh. <laughs> we have Uh-oh. completely Uh-oh. Bra- brainwashed our children. I know, I know, I know. I'm so over. sorry. Go Huskies. So, um, <laughs> I. <laughs> moved here from um, the Bay Area after being in Seattle for eight years. And and like I said, finding someone to do my hair and get a church when I moved here was hard. It was hard. And so I'm excited and just thrilled to be working with Lori and Joy through For the Joy of It to just unite the body of Christ so that we can be built up, so that we can live out differently for our faith. Lori Sheffield's another one of the teachers at the Heart to Heart Bible Study at Lake Bible Church, which I hear includes childcare. It does include childcare. We have an awesome program, and and it, they're not down there just being um, with babysitters. They are down there learning God's word mm-hmm. as well. Um, and 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 it's not just about our Bible study. I think that's the neat thing. What we what we see this extent for the joy of it is such an extension of Heart to Heart. Um, there are, have been other Bible studies. That have that have spawned because of heart to heart, because of the joy of it, because our heart's mission is to grow, um, grow the body of Christ all over the community. And the other day, I was meeting with a woman that um, she started a Bible study out in Wilsonville, and we were sitting there talking. and it, And I think this is absolutely the heart of what I what I think of when I think of the body of Christ. We were sitting there talking. And I was saying, oh, I'm really struggling with this lesson I have coming up. And you know what came out of her words? Not, you know, I got to keep my secrets. I got to keep my trade secrets because this is all what I know. Immediately out of her words, okay, here's what you need to go and here's what you need to do. That's what we want to do with each other. We want to build each other up. We want to tell each other, you know, it's not like <laughs> it's not like the Bible should be a trade secret or mm-hmm. God's word should be a secret. It should be, how can I help you build your body? And and she was struggling with their child care workers. What do we do with, you know, gosh, we're losing child care workers. What can we do? What are you guys doing over there? And that's what, you know, I love that we do have, yes, and we have have an obs- absolute awesome child care program that is um, headed up by Shalisha Kelso. I love, you know, we call her the principal. Um, she is the principal of that program, and she does an amazing job, and we have an amazing team of women down there that pour their hearts into our kids. Um, and again, it's not just babysitting there. The kids are walking away 
um, knowing the Lord. I love when my kids were little. My son used to get so excited. He had a little bit of a lisp, and he would say, you know, I'm going to hot to hot today to learn about Jesus. And I loved it. <laughs> I, adorable. He's, he's going to be, well, he's going to think that's adorable. He's 20 now. He's a sophomore in college down in California at Azusa. And but, when he stopped doing that, did that bother you? Did it give you a sense of loss when he stopped saying uh, he, it like that? He still does. He calls me that way and says that every once in a while just to build me up. But Uh-oh. yes, yes. But no, but it is, it's a neat thing to know that, you know, it's not just about us. It's about growing our, our families, you know, um, you know, through God's word. And I love that. I love that. So, Joy Roberts, do you find it maybe a little too convenient and easy at times for Christians, women in particular, to just kind of isolate and not share and not build? Because that would be a confession of having weaknesses. When you want to put up the front, just like every idiot on Facebook, look at my perfect life. Look at my perfect kids. Oh, how great I am. Isn't this a great meal that I'm showing you three times a day? So, and how do we beat that misconception to be accountable to each other? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is that when you consider why Christ died and rose again, um, in Hebrews twelve two, it says that that for the joy set before him, Christ endured the cross. And what was the joy set before him? It is that eternity that we as believers in Christ get to have together. And so when he comes back, he is not just coming for me. He is not just coming for you or this church or that church. He is coming to unite us as the body of Christ eternally. And so I think when we're operating in our silos and in our different um, areas, it creates isolation. It creates fatigue. Um, I went to a retreat one time, and the speaker used this illustration of all things about zebras. And she was saying that as believers in Jesus Christ, when we are under the umbrella and protection of our church, that um, there is protection there. And when we get siloed out and separate, that's when the lions come and attack to, mm. to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And so there is such power and unity in the body of Christ. And we are passionate about bringing women together who have a heart to build up other women so that they are not worn out, they are not weary, and they know they do not have to serve alone. And so I think we're really um, excited to be able to do that, not only with the three of us, but for the entire city of Portland. Mm. So for the Lake Bible Church heart-to-heart women's Bible study that you host, how many women come, and of them, how many come from outside of Lake Bible Church, would you guess? We have about 100 women or so who attend heart-to-heart on Tuesday mornings, And Lori and I were arguing the other day, speaking of unity, (laughs) about uh, how many different churches were represented. I said 15, and she said 20, so let's call it 17, and we're there. Perfect. Um, But we have a wide representation of women. And what I love the most about this group of women in particular is the diversity of age, phase, and seasons of life. And the more mature women and the younger women, I'm talking from 20 to 75, are interacting and building each other up. And it's a place where women come in are real. I mean, if you've ever heard us speak, we, we speak from a very real and vulnerable place from the front. And we get to share with other women. And they, we're starting to see, are becoming real, even in our discussion groups and in our conversations. I love that because we, the diversity, um, Mike, you get to see us here, but the diversity, um, Julie talked about, you know, there's a decade between us. But we have, you know, Julie, who has, um, you know, a kindergartner and elementary school age. And Joy, who has, you know, junior high or middle school, as they call it in Oregon, and high school. And I have college age and single child and a married child. I have to say them by name, you know, Erica, Emily, Paul, because I threw one of them out there. But um, 
I think that's important to see that we we span the stages too of life, and that's really fun. But we have single women, we have married women, you know, we have women that have been you know divorced and and widowed, and and it, and there's a there's a real conglomeration, and I love that too because we can all we can all build each other up through all of that, and I love that. In my imperfect theological view of heaven, I picture it being like the DMV. When you're going to get your license renewed or change your place or something, just be an absolute train wreck crowd of people that you never see together for any other. Maybe the voting polls if we're responsible, right? But anyway, Unite, Build, Live for the Joy of It is the free women's lunch and coming to women of all ages, marital status, family size, um, ethnicities. Come on out. It's absolutely free at the beautiful Oswego Lake Country Club. That's in Lake Oswego. Wednesday, November 12th, it's going to be from noon to 1.30. Okay, now, here's the deal. It's absolutely free, but don't be a pain. RSVP as soon as you can by emailing joy at joy at joyofit.org. That's joy at joyofit.org. More with Lori Sheffield, Joy Roberts, Julie Widman, and Amanda Goff of For the Joy of It Next on Difference Makers. And thank you so much for listening to True Talk 800. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Mike Lee here, my pal Amanda Goff from Silver Keys Media at silverkeysmedia.com. Introduce me to three lovely women here in the studio today. They are Lori Sheffield, Joy Roberts, and Julie Widman from the ministry for the joy of it. And earlier on, we were talking about the Bible study that the three of you are involved in over at Lake Bible Church, Jim and Olsey Andrews' church in Lake Oswego called Heart to Heart. And what I love about that is you're not only preaching to the choir and Christian women. Is it open to bring your, say, your questioning friends, coworkers, neighbors, and things like that? Absolutely, Mike, and that's one of my favorite parts of it. Um, this year we've had a bigger influx of women that didn't even know um, – even know how to open their Bibles. and Some of them didn't even have Bibles. And that's absolutely who we want there, as much as the woman that has been in God's Word and studying God's Word for 40 years. And that's a wonderful thing. That's who, that, you know, church should be the safest place to ask questions, and church should be the safest place where you can come and, and dive into God's Word. And so that's who we want there. Every, sing, every single person on that spectrum, every single woman that wants to know God's Word deeper or is seeking, trying to find it out for the first time ever. Yes. You know, it's funny. Um, I've got a bunch of friends of mine in my community group who are, who are divorced. And after um, the marriage broke up, either it was the perception or misperception of church members or it was the lack of embracing, which led them to avoid the church for mm. a while because they didn't feel welcome. They didn't feel a part of things or that they could come without all eyes mm. on them. And in all reality, all eyes weren't on them. Right. And the few that were... God help those people, because uh, that's not what we are about in the body of Christ. We need to uplift each other. We need to hold each other accountable. So for anyone out there listening who may have felt slighted by a church or a congregation as brothers and sisters in Christ, can we just apologize for, for not immediately embracing you and making you feel welcome? Or maybe if you come from a different walk of life, we looked at you funny, not out of, say, prejudice, but out of unfamiliarity, and would you give a good, solid Bible-believing church a shot or a women's Bible study mm. and not 
write everyone off saying, oh, all Christians are haters, because it's simply not true. You know, I think every one of us has struggled with that. I, I think, I don't know how many times I used to have to um, go to sleep at night and sing that, you know, sing that verse over there is therefore now no condemnation. You know, and I think that we have to remember that as believers more than anyone else. There is no condemnation in, in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I think that we're so busy looking, we're so busy looking at ourselves because we know what goes on inside. And that is so scary <laughs> because we know, you know, what, what really we think and what we're afraid of. But that's not how everybody else is looking at us, you know, and exactly what you said. If somebody else is looking at us that way, that's their problem. Let that be their problem. Don't make that your problem. And I think that's what we want. That's what we want to do. We want to love you and let you know that we love you and Jesus loves you. And we want to love you like Jesus loves you. And you know what? If we mess up, then then let that let's let that, let that go. Julie Whitman, you want to you want to uh, answer to sure. that? Well, one thing I just I just was thinking when Lori was talking was this idea of prayer and and the idea that we can only be specifically praying for each other if we're authentic and honest and open. Mm. And so as we look to develop for the joy of it, part of that is going to be prayer. And Mm. and we've experienced that within our Bible studies and within the three of us is that I have to be open and honest about what's going on in my life so that you can specifically pray for me. And so I just, uh, we went to this conference that someone spoke of this, this um, conference called Catalyst in Atlanta. And it was a fabulous experience. And at the end of one of the speakers uh, talks, he said, I want to pray for you. And he wasn't talking to just one person. He was talking to 15,000 of us. And so he, he went on and he said, I want you to stand up if you need prayer. And these 15,000 were pastors and leaders and women who were pouring into the lives of others. And it was dramatic to see these people stand up and feel sad and worn out and weary. And the reality was, is that when we began to pray, it was a very moving situation because there were whispers of prayers everywhere. And I think that that just led the three of us to say, wow, we need prayer within this ministry. And so can you imagine if as the city of Portland, we came together as a body of Christ and as we are serving God, we knew that there was an army of angels behind us and women on our knees praying for the activity of Christ within Portland City. And so we're just excited. We're excited to come together. We're excited to get our group together, to come together as the body and start praying. So I hadn't really planned it like this, but we're ended up talking about two really different ministries when it comes down to it. Over at Lake Bible Church, the three of you are very involved in leadership and speaking and teaching wonderfully, I might add. I love your podcasts, which you can find online at joyofit.org, or just Google that and podcast. That's how I found on myself, or also on iTunes, right? Yep. Um, but we're also talking about this lunch, and it's free, coming up not simply for everyone, but specifically for women in ministry who need to be built up and who need accountability and other like-minded women around them to pray for and with and to bounce ideas off of. And a lot of responsibility falls on those of us who served in leadership and ministry. And sometimes it's a really lonely place. And sometimes it's, it's like our poor engineer across the hall here. People only talk to him when something breaks and it's really depressing at times. So explain what a woman in ministry who needs a little encouragement and a little networking and a little building up will experience Next Wednesday, November 12th at noon at the Unite, Build, Live for the Joy of It free luncheon. Well, this is Joy. We're excited to have every woman come who has a heart for building up other women in Christ. And so 
we are the plan is for us to come together and to cast this vision that we get to do this race called life, this ministry called life together. So we're not actually out running our races alone. I mean, think about a race. There are multiple other people in that, and we have an opportunity to come alongside one another and build each other up. As Julie said, through prayer, um, we have like this vision for this interactive uh, website and and, um, app that will connect us. But really, our starting place this coming Wednesday is for us to have a personal connection, to sit down across the table and look at one another. Uh, and, And this idea came from a place of three years ago, I went through a very, very difficult time in my life. Um, I have two beautiful children, Sterling and Brandon. They're 13 and 15. And when they were 10 and 12, um, unexpectedly, but incredibly wonderful, I found myself pregnant. And we had been to Seattle. We sat in the Space Needle and we told our kids that they were going to have a little sibling. And, and our boys were so excited at the age of 10 and 12. Sterling said, Mom, I'm so excited. This baby's coming in the summer. I get to spend the whole summer hanging out with him. They assumed it was going to be a little brother. And so that was at 12 weeks. And at 13 weeks, um, we were having at our Bible study a Christmas party. And that morning, I I had gone to the doctor. And the doctor let me know in that appointment that I probably wasn't going to keep that baby. And so I went to this Christmas party, which Lori throws the best party ever. And we went there to celebrate Christ in this season. And at the end of this time of celebration and celebrating Sisters in Christ, my Sisters in Christ came alongside me and they put their hands on me and they lifted me up in prayer. And over the next months after losing that child, when I didn't want to run this race called life anymore, I wanted to stop and I wanted to sit on the side of the road and take a pass on this one. And it was my sisters who came alongside me and encouraged me to get up and start running again, to run this race with me so that I am not alone. And I think in ministry, when we look at what we want to do on Wednesday, the 12th, is we want to bring sisters in Christ together so that we do not have to run this race called life. Alone, we get to armor up together, we get to run side by side, we get to be iron sharpening iron, we get to be for each other, not against each other, and that is extremely powerful. And I speak from experience in my own life. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's very touching what you just shared with us, Joy. And I'm confident that somebody needed to hear that right now. Mm-hmm. So, thank mm-hmm. you for um, being transparent with us. So, mm. is it okay if I ask you where you came to know the Lord in the first place? Absolutely. <laughs> I have a I have a, a messy past. I have a lot of brokenness and hurt that came out of um, my childhood, and I believe that the Lord had a hold of me when I was younger, and and I walked away from Him. I love that the Lord never lets go of you when you are His. And when I was in college, I was in this place of extreme, deep despair, and again sitting on the side of the road, feeling like I cannot continue to run. And a a professor of mine, I went to Washington State University, and my professor, Pam, who I I worked for, I was a marketing research assistant, she encouraged me to go to church. And she encouraged me to go to this small church in Colfax, Washington. And I was dating this man at the time named Scott, who I've been married to now for over 20 years. And we went to this church, and I was in this place of great despair. And I literally did not know if I would live through this season of my life. And I sat in the back of this this ch- teeny tiny church, and it was dark, and an organ music was playing, and, and everyone, I think, was 80 or over. And here I am, barely 20 years old, and sitting back there with no bells or whistles, the Lord spoke to my heart and soul that day. And in, in the middle of that place, 
in the back of that church, I committed my life to Jesus Christ, and he began to reach me and change me and transform me, and I am not the same woman today that I was then. And so it's this process, and I would say there is no woman who doesn't have a story. Every woman has a story, and we get to be real and vulnerable with each other as sisters in Christ so that we can build each other up and allow God. It's a platform to use us powerfully for the testimony of who Jesus Christ is and what he is capable of doing, and that is transforming lives. And that's why God brought the three of you together, it seems in my eyes. For the Joy of It is the name of their women's ministry. Unite, Build, Live for the Joy of It is their absolutely free luncheon for women working in ministry. And that's diverse. You know, maybe we're talking teenagers. Maybe we're talking the elderly and everything in between. Doesn't matter what race, marital status you have. But if you presently work in ministry, you are not alone. The fears, the insecurities, the problems that you come across on a regular basis are shared by your sisters. So now you've got the opportunity to not only fellowship and share with others and lift each other up and have iron sharpening iron, but you get a free lunch out of it. So the important thing is this. Oswego Lake Country Club, what's going to be served? Okay, I have that. Um, <laughs> we're going to have, actually, it's going to be gluten-free, a gluten-free salad with chicken, and we're going to have a, a ma- an amazing dessert. And I don't know if you've ever been to Oswego Lake Country Club, but they do an amazing job. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be uplifting. And it really is going to be a time where we're going to just have a blast together. And, and we are going to just build each other up and, and just be, be united together. So. This transplanted New Yorker attests that RSVP is very inconsistent, shall we say, in the Pacific Northwest. So give me a due date. When do they need to RSVP by? If they could, if they could do it by this Monday, or, or Monday, okay. we'll take you no matter what. We'll get, we'll give you a seat. We would just love to know that you're coming, just so we can count on you. RSVP at joy at joyofit.org. More with Lori Sheffield, Joy Roberts, and Julie Whitman next on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Welcome back to Difference Makers on True Talk 800. So, female listeners, you're working for this ministry. You're trying not to get burnt out, whether you're 16 or 96, and you really don't feel like anyone else is there around you to console you, to encourage you, to pray with you. May I argue that there are people out there, and some of them you could find in a lovely women's ministry called For the Joy of It. You can check out their website, joyofit.org. And if you're really ambitious, why don't you meet them in person at a free luncheon? It's coming up Wednesday, November 12th at noon at the delightful Oswego Lake Country Club in Lake Oswego for women already working in ministry who just need to meet others or need to get a break or get... Was that a gluten-free meal that you offered? It, it is actually gluten-free, <laughs> okay. yes. You're so Oregonian. If it was a guy's event, it'd put out buffalo wings and, and things like that, and it'd be good enough. But gluten-free means you mean business. So kudos to you, Lori Sheffield, Joy Roberts, and Julie Widman. So tell us more about what you're trying to do, and if you could just pick a listener out there who you'd want to personally invite going through something, what would you say to her, Joy Roberts? Well, you're putting a really official title like in ministry, but we're we're speaking and and desiring to reach every woman who has a heart to build up other women, whether they have a fish, an official ministry title or not. Maybe they're trying to start a small Bible study group in their home. Maybe they are trying to go to Rwanda. And, and so we want to reach those women in a place where they're at so that they do not... Fa- 
feel like they have to run this race by themselves. I think when we look at the the kingdom of heaven, and Julie and I had this conversation in a dark parking lot at like one o'clock in the morning. Don't even ask us why we were there, but we were having this conversation and, and talking about for the joy of it ministry and who it was for. And Julie said, Joy, I want to feed the sheep. And what she's talking about is at the end of John when Peter is talking to Christ and Christ is giving him an opportunity to say, I love you three times. And, and Jesus says to Peter, he says, take care of my lambs, feed my sheep, feed my sheep. And Julie says, I want to feed the sheep. She wanted to feed the lost and the hurting women. And there is no scarcity of lost and hurting women in the city of Portland. And I looked at her and I said, for the joy of it, ministry is about feeding the sheep. I said, but Julie, you cannot feed the sheep by yourself. I said, I can't feed the sheep. Lori can't feed the sheep. And like I said, she can throw a mean party. I said, but we, the body of Christ, sisters in Christ, can feed the lost and the hurting women in Portland together. We become the dwelling place of Christ where his spirit moves powerfully in us and through us as a body of Christ. Um, my husband, he's been uh, an entrepreneur and he has his own business. And, and he has a philosophy that he took on early um, in his career. And so in his industry, there's a pie. And in order to make money, you have to have a slice of the pie. And in order to make more money, you have to take a piece of somebody else's pie from them. And so my husband adopted a different philosophy. He decided he's not going to work on growing his pie piece. What he's going to do is he's going to grow the entire pie. And so if I had to say what the for the joy of ministry is all about. It's about growing the kingdom of heaven here within the city of Portland so that we can become, as a corporate body of Christ, that city on a hill that testifies to the greatness of God. So if there's any woman who has a stirring in her heart to build up other women, let's do it together. Let's be that iron that sharpens iron. Lori Sheffield, what would you like to share? Well, and not ju- and not just um, your ministry doesn't have to look like what you're thinking maybe our ministry looks like. I mean, my husband and I have a real heart for marriages, and and I think I want to see I want to I want to see women that maybe have a heart for that, or maybe children's ministry. But I mean, we have just been just found ourselves pouring into, we have a young married a Sunday school that we, in fact, uh, teach at, sun, at church, at Lake Bible Church again on Sunday mornings. And and what that has grown to is we're also um, meeting with couples that are outside of our church. And and so some, your heart might be, you might want to come to this women's event because you have a ministry stirring in your heart and you just need to be built up as a woman that has another ministry on your heart. So your ministry doesn't need to look like our ministry, your ministry just might need to be, you just might need to be built up as a woman who is in ministry. Because I mean, for, for me personally, I love my marriage. I have the greatest marriage on earth. And, and, and you know, that is something that we all have in common. We all love our husbands and we have great marriages. But I think that our marriages um, actually mirror very closely, you know, what our relationship with what God looks like. And I think that's why God has given us, you know, um, marriages as a, as a great example. But I have such a passion for that. And I think a lot of women, you know, need, desire good marriages, and they desire good godly examples. And so th- those can be things that we can grow on too. Does that make sense? You know, does, It absolutely does. Saying? I love the fact that you, the three of you are just so diversely spread out. Mm-hmm. So Julie Whitman, you're the one with the youngest kids here. Mm-hmm. So in the last the five kids. minutes or so, uh, elaborate on that from your perspective, please. Well, I think that as believers in Christ, we are called to walk worthy. And so throughout our lives, as we follow Jesus, you you may have a stirring in your heart to serve him because that's that's what God does in our hearts is he asks us to serve him. And so with little kids, for me specifically, I just found a letter that was written to the Lord, I think six years ago. And 
I had a little nephew over and he was here and he was opening all my cabinets and he pulled out this letter and it it was a letter of my heart to the Lord to show me where I was to serve him, to where I was to serve him in my home with my kids, with my husband, in marriage, also at Lake and beyond. And and I think that there's a lot of women out there who have a heart desire to serve the Lord and they may not just not know where to serve. And so it all starts somewhere. It starts with that that presence of the Holy Spirit pressing in on you to follow him, to serve with him. And so practically speaking at this point, for the joy of it, it's just this great opportunity to come together as women who have a desire to serve the Lord because we can come together, we can pray. We can come together, we can build up through seminars and conferences, and we can come together through outreach opportunities. And so that's what I think we're trying to do. We're trying to come together, build the body of Christ, but also reach those women who I have a friend who's had a stirring in her heart to do something. And and she just now has recognized, oh my goodness, the Lord has put all these things into place. And now I'm in this spot, in this perfectly designed spot to lead women to him. And so those are the women who we're calling. We're calling them to come together to unite so that we can build and live out our faith differently. And, you know, we have a couple of other things coming down the chute as well. There's a Christmas event that we're doing. We're also hoping to bring the IF gathering. I don't know, Mike, if you know about that, but it's a national movement of women who are, are coming together to unleash um, with the idea of if God is real, then what? Why does that make a difference in our lives? And so we're excited. We're excited to be doing these things that are coming together for the joy of it. So, Julie, when did you first come to know the Lord, and did you imagine yourself in the position you are today with For the Joy of It? <laughs> oh, my goodness, no. I did not imagine myself in this position, but I met the Lord on a beach in California when I was about 13, and and at that point, I saw tracks in the sand that were made by an ATV, and so I was walking on one track of the ATV stand, uh, track, and there was another track right next to me, and at that point, I said, Lord... I want those tracks. I want your track to go with me forever. I want you to not only just um, be something that I, I see, but I want you with me. And so I committed my lo- myself to the Lord. I surrendered my heart to him at that moment when I was 13 at the beach in California. And I have been taught many lessons of surrender since then. And so I would say that part of this is me surrendering to the Lord because this is nerve wracking. Um, it's, it's taken all my insecurities and just laid them all out there and over and over, I just have to say, Lord, I surrender to your will. I surrender to your will. And so I'm here and I can do it because I have partners in crime. I have, I have women who are wise and godly. And I just thank them. I thank the Lord every day for my friendship and relationship with Joy and Lori. I'm going to repeat the question to you, Lori Sheffield, uh, with your experience. Did you grow up in the church or what? Um, I grew up in a, a, a house and a home that went to church, but I certainly would not say that we were a um a believing a god believing god fearing um family for sure um my past is is a little messy as well and um i think i think i would jump forward to getting married um i think my husband was absolutely the spiritual leader in our home and i'm so thankful for that you know when we talk about where we were and, and how we are now i think why am i so passionate about marriage is because i got to see my husband exemplify a godly leader in a home um because he he loved the Lord and he loved me like the Lord um, loved him, 
And it was through that that I really became who I was in Christ, who I, how I knew Christ. Because when I married him, I was a dingy blonde from California that didn't know, you know, what, what real love looked like. And, and through him, I, I learned to love the Lord. It's perfect. You ended up in uh, marriage ministries in particular. So For the Joy of It is the name of this women's group. Joy Roberts, in our last half minute or so, do you have anything to say to these women besides reinviting them to the Unite, Build, Live for the Joy of It luncheon at Oswego Lake Country Club on Wednesday, November 12th? Well, I would say to every woman that the way we are today does not have to define the way that we are going to be tomorrow if we are in the process of allowing Christ to transform and shape us and use us for His glory. And we Mm. hope you join us. Amen to that. Thank you so much, Joy Roberts, Julie Whitman, and Lori Sheffield. For the Joy of It is found on Facebook. And check out their website, joyofit.org. That's joyofit.org. Thanks so much for listening to Difference Makers on True Talk 800.